The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Monday the 23rd of November. In your Squiz today, another step towards COVID normal for Melbourne. World leaders get online for the G20 summit. Labor shortages impacting fruit and veggie producers here in Australia. And a good night at the Australian Podcast Awards. This is your Squiz today. Claire, with Victoria taking another step towards COVID normal and South Australia's whirlwind but shortened lockdown, we're going to start today with a bit of coronavirus status update. Let's kick off with Victoria. 23 double donut days of zero new cases and zero deaths. So Premier Daniel Andrews announced more easing of restrictions yesterday. Victorians will be able to get outside and breathe the sweet air unencumbered by a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can go outdoors now without a mask, except in situations where social distancing can't be assured. Uh, also, visitor, crowd and patron limits have been raised and sport for adults can recommence. Uh, that sees that next step of the Victorian roadmap taken and when it comes to Christmas time up to 30 people will be able to visit homes that can start from the 13th of December. And the New South Wales and Victoria border opened up again last night. Those in border towns were probably echoing New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian's hope of never seeing that border shut again in our lifetime. It's something that certainly makes life a bit difficult. Over to South Australia now though, on Friday afternoon Premier Stephen Marshall announced that their six-day circuit breaker lockdown would be shortened. And yesterday he set out a revised list of restrictions for the next eight days. What's been happening here? What happened was on Friday it was revealed that a man who had been critical to the thinking behind putting that lockdown in place actually told officials that he was working at a pizza place. He didn't just get a delivery from them. That saw officials review their decision. Uh, They were super concerned about a strain of the virus that could have been spreading from just receiving a pizza box. But when it turned out that that man was actually working at the shop and therefore increased his exposure to the virus. They changed their thinking on that. Lots of criticism about them making that decision based on one man's evidence, but others, including Dr Norman Swan, uh, saying that it was a good call, you can only do it once, and it was better to err on the side of caution. Moving to the international stage now, COVID-19 was obviously very top of mind for world leaders who gathered online for the G20 summit over the weekend. Yeah, the G20 is just one of the number of things this year that look very different thanks to the Mm -hmm. coronavirus. Over that two-day virtual summit, uh, lots of discussion, of course, about the health and economic responses to the pandemic. In particular, focus was these developed nations' commitment to give poorer countries access to vaccines treatments and tests. Our own Scott Morrison said that he backed that push and repeated uh, the line that no one is safe until we're all safe. That's why it's critical to help all nations. Over to the US now and still no concession from President Trump. Claire, recounts and legal challenges continue though. The state of Georgia, which has been called for Joe Biden, is headed for another recount. 
That's possible when the final result is within 0.5%. Uh, that's the case in Georgia. Biden was declared the winner with a slim lead of just over 12,000 votes. Uh, it also comes as Rudy Giuliani, President Trump's uh, personal lawyer, uh, giving a rather sweaty press conference mm-hmm. at the end of last week. He really is doubling down on this argument that there was extensive voter fraud that was really coordinated from a centralised place, he says. Uh, it also will play out this week as they look to move in Pennsylvania uh, and other challenges are ongoing. For his part, President-elect Joe Biden says he is confident of being sworn in on the 20th of January. Back home and in Western Australia, a man in his 50s has died in a fatal shark attack in Broome. It's a very rare attack. The last fatal shark attack to happen in that part of the world was in 1993. Reports this morning say that that man was a local. He hasn't been named, but Western Australia police said that uh, he had been bodyboarding in relatively shallow water before 9am yesterday when the attack happened. A couple who were swimming nearby pulled him from the water, but they were unable to save him. A shortage of seasonal farm workers here in Australia could mean that we'll be paying more for our fruit and veggies this summer, Claire. If you need an excuse to get around your veggies, you <laughs> might have a good excuse. Prices are looking uh, like they're going to head up. Also, the quality could drop. That's the warning of several big producers. They say that the COVID restrictions on state and international borders have made it very difficult to get that backpacker labour force and that's just about to start to bite for them. Uh, as our borders open, those travellers will probably look to head home as their visas run out and producers are concerned that few people will come here to work for a year or two being worried that they might get stuck. Of course, a vaccine and a resolution to the pandemic is something that's very top of mind for them. Over to sports news now and the next Grand Slam in the tennis calendar is of course the Australian Open. It's usually held in January each year in Melbourne. We say usually it could be pushed back a few weeks. The state government and tennis organisational bodies are still working on arrangements. Yeah, the world's top tennis players and Aussie fans, including you, Larissa. I know the Australian yes. Open's <laughs> a big thing for you in the summer. I love it. Uh, it's a really difficult thing. What Tennis Australia boss Craig Tilley said yesterday is that we just need to wait for a couple of weeks as they continue to negotiate with the Victorian government about what the Australian Open might look like. There's concerns from players that they might be asked to come here and quarantine for a couple of weeks without mm. being able to train. They say that that's It's just not possible for them to have a really good start to the season. Tennis Australia boss Craig Tilley said that he hopes the arrangements will be finalised soon. Each day in the podcast, you tell us what the subject line of the email is. It's always a song lyric that relates to something in the news. What have you got for us today? Oh, gone right down classic 80s this morning. Melissa Manchester's song, You Should Hear How She Talks About You. Uh, It's kind of appropriate for this one. It should be You Should Hear How He Talks About (laughs) You. It goes to a story from yesterday that was doing the rounds. Uh, An unnamed film director forgot to press the mute button as he criticised an actor's apartment as they were doing a Zoom audition. I mean, it really is the Zoom nightmare, isn't it? That you're not (laughs) muted or that you're video cameras on when it shouldn't be. (laughs) 
Before we wrap up, Claire, we had a fun night with Kate on Saturday tuning into the Australian Podcast Awards. We even took home a few gongs. We did pretty well, didn't we? We had uh, Squiz Kids, which of course has been a great project for us this year, uh, win the Best Family podcast. Uh, It also took home a bronze medal for the best moment of the year for the special episode uh, we did with Scott Morrison right at the start of the coronavirus pandemic where he answered kids' questions uh, about the coronavirus, which was really cool. Uh, And we also won a bronze medal for best podcast network of the year, which is really terrific. Amazing that we've gone up and done so well against the big ones like the ABC. I know, huge news. It was very exciting. If you want to check out how excited Claire's dog Tucker is, you can head to our Instagram. He didn't put a party hat on for the occasion. (laughs) Reluctantly, yes. (laughs) But a huge thank you to everyone who swung us a vote. We cracked the top 20, the top 12 actually, in the popular vote for the listener's choice, but not just for the votes, for every listen, for every time you tell your friends. It means we get to keep on doing what we do and we love it. So thank you very much. Have a good one and we will catch you again tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. You.